AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's Friday, April 2nd. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. Many large companies are formulating their return-to-work plans as more people are getting vaccinated, and it's shaping up to be a hybrid model, with time split between the office and working from home. Some experts think this could pose extra challenges like giving preferential treatment to workers in the office, among other things. Jenna McGregor, writer at The Washington Post, joins us for how the hybrid office is here to stay. Thanks for joining us, Jenna. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Looking forward to getting back to normal, I guess you could say, whatever this new normal will end up being, we're starting to see a number of big companies kind of signal what they're going to be doing for the return to office plans. And it's going to end up being a hybrid model, much like what we saw with schools and things. They think that this hybrid model will be here to stay, you know, a few days at home, a few days in the office. And uh, some people think this could be a little more disruptive than just full on remote working, you know, which, you know, a lot of us had to do at the height of the pandemic. So Jenna, tell us a little bit about some of these companies making their announcements and why it could pose a problem. I think what we've started to see in recent weeks is some of the mainstream bellwether non-tech companies start to put a stake in the ground and actually commit to what they're going to do when they start to reopen. Really early on in the pandemic, we heard companies like Twitter and Zillow and various startups come out and say, you know, we're going to go to an all remote future. And I think there was a lot of, well, that's what tech is doing. What are the big mainstream companies outside of tech going to do? And there's been, you know, talk here and there, but really seeing some big names like Citigroup, Target, Ford, TIAA, the big investment firm, come out and say, you know, when we go back to work, everyone's not going to be in the office, but everyone's not going to be at home. So I think starting to see some of those names just really kind of makes it feel more real, makes it feel like it's actually going to happen. 
And so what are some of these changes that we might see? Obviously, the whole work from home model right now is kind of built around Zoom and Zoom meetings type of thing. But with people, some at home and some not, we're going to be seeing new video conferencing technology so that everybody feels like they're on the same playing field. One of the interesting ones, and I didn't really think about it, but managers are going to undergo extensive training so they can fight this kind of urge to give people in the office preferential treatment. And that just totally makes sense. You're in the office, somebody you see every day versus somebody you see on a screen opportunities might open up for that person. So that's something that will have to be dealt with as well. And then the logistical challenges of it as well. I I can imagine a lot of companies scaling back on office space because they don't need it as much. You spelled out a number of the key ones, which is, I think, in a way, it's, it's easier to shut down than it is to open back up. You made a great analogy at the beginning when you compared it to schools. Anybody who has kids in school and has been through the experience of watching their district try to figure out how to reopen knows that it was really easy to send everybody home. And it's a lot harder to kind of navigate, well, how do you have people in one room with you at a time and some people at home? How do you make sure that the right groups of people are together at the same time? And I think we're all kind of so excited about the idea that we might not have to go back five days a week full time or many people feel that way. That I think people haven't stopped to really think about it's actually pretty complicated and it's not going to be a free for all where you're just like, oh, I feel like going in on Tuesday and Wednesday this week. You know, it's going to be more coordinated where your team is like, we go in on these days or because you don't want to go there and have nobody be there. Right. I mean, if you're going to go to the office, you actually need to have people there to make it worth it. You brought up the point of biases and potential discrimination. There's actually been some research done that found that managers did exactly that. They were more likely to promote or give big assignments to people who were in the office with them than those who were at home. I mean, if you're at home, you're going to miss those little side conversations that happen when you're coming in and out of meeting rooms. And so organizations are really having to rethink, how do we do this in a way where we're not going to potentially put people at a disadvantage? Yeah, that personal interaction is so important. And, you know, speaking to all of this, you know, the demand is there for workers. There was a recent Gallup survey done in January. 44% of U.S. workers working remotely said they want to continue to do that once these restrictions uh, restrictions are lifted and people are getting vaccinated and all that. And uh, one of the companies, too, that was uh, talking about all of this was basically given a number to it also. I think it was uh, one of these law firms that said, their number is about 60%. 60% of the time mm-hmm. should be spent in the office, and the rest of the time you can figure it out uh, working from home. It's interesting. I mean, a lot of these these companies, I think, are starting to announce it, but they still haven't quite figured out how they're going to actually make it work. I mean, you know, it's going to be really easy, and I'm not speaking just about that law firm in particular, but to say something like that now, to say we expect 60% of your time to be at home and 40% in the office or 60% in the office and 40% at home. And we're going to measure it over the course of the year and not over a week. So I think it's going to be really easy in places like that. If you have a big project and everybody's expected to be in the office for a few weeks at the time, for that to quickly become the new normal again. One of the key things I heard reporting this story was just how important it was going to be to make sure that managers 
our home as much as everybody else. Because if you start having the CEO be in the office or having, you know, the C-suite be in the office, everyone else is going to come too. It's going to be obvious that's where you should be. And if they're not modeling it and role modeling it by example, then people are going to gravitate to where they are. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting return back. Just from my reading here, I mean, it seems like June, July, August, September. I mean, these are the kind of the key months when these things will start being implemented. I work at a radio station. Uh, you know, our, our work from home posture is set at least until June. So it'll be in those coming months where things will really start moving. But we'll start hearing about these plans leading up to that. So just an interesting look at it as, you, as we've been talking about. Some challenges also present there. Jenna McGregor, writer at The Washington Post. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.